Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking at Luke chapter number 8, verse number 26. We are coming off of a wonderful uh, account where Jesus is on the boat. They are traveling to the other side, and the disciples become frightened. They become scared. And we see that as they were traveling to the other side, he challenges their faith. And we see that he is the God that's faithful in the storm. We can trust him in the storm. We could say it this way, what time I am afraid, I will trust in him. Now we see in Luke chapter number 8, verse number 26, it says this, and they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is over against Galilee. And when he went forth, to land, there met him out of the city a certain man, which had devils long time, and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house but in tombs. And when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God, most high? I beseech thee, torment me not. And we have seen in this particular passage that Jesus has a divine appointment. And we could say it this way, a divine appointment in a cemetery. Uh, maybe you have uh, had a divine appointment in your life where you have encountered a situation where you know that God ordained it. God ordained that, that the disciples would uh, encounter that storm. They could be challenged in their faith, and Jesus demonstrated great power over nature. He, does, he demonstrated earlier in Luke great power over sickness. He's even demonstrated great power over death. And now here we see Jesus traveling with the disciples, getting to the other side, and he is about to demonstrate great power again, yet in another realm. Most scholars believe that when you're looking at this city of the Gadarenes, it is highly Gentile. There was not a lot of Jews that would live in this area. And when he went forth, he ran into or he encountered a certain man, which had devils. We know that uh, demonic possession, if you will, uh, that cannot uh, happen to believers. Demonic possession cannot happen to believers. Demonic oppression uh, could possibly be happen. But we also know that with demonic possession, this is a real thing. This certain man, he had devils, and he was without clothes. He was living in the tombs, is what the Bible says, which really is a modern-day cemetery. It's where they would bury the dead. And when he saw Jesus, he cried out. But we see more information when you go down to verse number 29. Further, you see his state. He was bound with chains and fetters, but he, he would break them. 
he was so possessed with devils and so many devils that he would break loose of them and was driven, verse number 29 says, of the devil into the wilderness. So Jesus is encountering this man, this demonically possessed man, yet the devil recognizes Jesus. It says this, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God most high? And this is what the devil says, I beseech thee, or I beg thee, torment me not. The demonically possessed man had a demon inside of him, well, several demons inside of him, and the demon asked to not be tormented by Jesus. This really reveals the heart of the the demon. Uh, We see in this particular situation, the demon understood that Jesus had power over top of the demon realm or the satanic realm. This was uh, revealed in the fact that he had more than one demon. And how do we know that? Well, in verse number 30, Jesus asks him, says, what is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. We also see in verse number 31, the simple pronouns being used, and they besought him that he would not command them to go into the deep. So we see the plural uh, pronouns there. But legion is indicative of uh, 6,000 Roman soldiers. So this really shows you that he was overcome. He mean, he had uh, thousands of demons inside of him. As you could imagine, this probably did uh, quite the job on him, meaning that mentally and physically he was probably all over the place. He was, if you look in the book of Mark, you can see the same account, and you just see this man was noticed by those around. They knew that he was out there, and they knew that he was troubled. We also see here that that after, in verse number 32, there was a, a crowd or there was a herd of swine or pigs. The pigs were out there, and the men that took care of the pigs were out there, and they the, the the demons asked Jesus, don't throw us into the abyss or the place of the dead. They used the word here in the, the, the Bible here. It says, don't put us into the deep. You see that in verse number 31, and they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. And they didn't want to go to the place of the dead. There was this herd of pigs and And so the demons asked, would they be allowed to go into the pigs? As you'll see later on in the passage, you see that when Jesus sends these demons into the pigs, the pigs run off of the the edge. They go into the lake and they were choked is what the Bible says in verse number 33. This really reveals to us that the terrible thing that these demons did to the pigs. What a number they were doing on this man. And now we see the fallout of what took place. The men that saw what had taken place with this man being delivered from the demons, now they hightail it out of there. They they go back, they flee, they go into the city, they begin telling people. Verse number 35, it says, then they went out to see what was done. They they go tell everybody. Now they're coming back out to see what was taking place. 
they see this man who the devils were in. He was sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed in his right mind. And this is the part that I think is the most amazing. And they were afraid. They come back, they find this man clothed and in his right mind, and this brought fear upon the men because it displayed the very power of Christ. We see that they were afraid. They, they also which sought, they told him uh, by what means he had possessed of the devils was healed. They deliver this message, and now the people in the village, they're saying, we want him out of here. The locals wanted Jesus to leave. And now the man, he's seeing Jesus depart. He's seeing Jesus go a separate way. But Jesus sent him back saying, return to thine own house, verse number 39, and show how great things God hath done unto thee. And he went his way and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus has done unto him. Really, this divine appointment was emblematic of how Jesus pursues us. There is many of us that we have found through, we have found Christ through family members. Maybe you were raised in church and you heard of Jesus. But did you know that there were missionaries that travel all over the world? I have friends in different parts of the world sharing the gospel. And there are people that encounter Jesus in different states of life. Maybe some aren't demonically possessed, but God does a transforming work in the lives of those he saves. And what we see in this man is that when Christ gave him life, it changed everything. Jesus changes everything. He's out living in the tombs. He's demonically possessed. Everybody knows him as this crazy man who's living out in the, 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 the cemetery. And when they see the pigs run off the edge and go into the lake and drown, they get upset and, and they come back out to see what really happened. They see this man clothed in his right mind, a completely different person. And isn't that just like Jesus? He comes in, he, he quickens those who are dead in trespasses and sins. He brings them to life. He gives them a new life. And yet time and time again, we see the devil. The devil comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. And yet Christ gives life. Could I ask you something? When's the last time that you published throughout all the area, you told somebody the great things that God has done in your life? It could be by way of your testimony, sharing how Christ saved you. It could also be that you, you shared a blessing. So God answered a prayer request. God did something in your life. Maybe you've heard it where somebody said, oh, it, it's a God thing. Well, this isn't just a God thing. This is the God of all the universe. I, I, I don't want to demean the very name of God. This is the God of all the universe, the one and true living God who has done something great in my life, I want to give him praise because he's worthy of praise. He wanted to leave. He wanted to go into a different area. He wanted to leave with Jesus, but God didn't call him away. God told him, go back and tell people what I've done in your life and be a living testimony 
for me. Isn't that wonderful? Are you a living, breathing testimony for Jesus Christ each day? I sure hope so. May you have a wonderful day. It's been good to be in the Word of God together, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the Word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.